in the iron? Um, not a ton in the last couple of weeks, but I've bought in the last few days. It's coming back to me. How's my friends at PF? They're wondering about you, man. They got wanted posters everywhere. Tell them I'm just getting pounds and kgs mixed up on the on the daily basis here in Oaxaca. <laughs> Sweating myself in the torture chamber. Internet seems to be more reliable than the stuff you got in Newport. Dude, it's significantly faster than the internet in Newport. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. I have no yeah, idea how. That should, they, that should not be the case. They, they barely have like enough water here. They have to keep doing water deliveries to the house. <laughs> but somehow they've got fiber optics and 100 megabytes per second download speed. I'm not going to 21st century. Yep. What's up, boys? Coming to coming to us live from Oaxaca, Mexico. Unbelievable. From Wakanda, Mexico. You got it. Unbelievable. So how's it been? How's life? Things are good. Things are good. Um, How long has it been now? Is it almost, is it already three weeks? Yeah, almost. Three weeks. I, yeah, almost three. It'll be three weeks. What Sunday? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks on Monday. Um, Does it feel like that? So two and a half. No, it's flown by. It's flown by. Like, I don't, it, it's part of it feels like this is just like I'm into my regular routine. Um, so kind of the days go by quickly, the weeks go by quickly. Uh, but the other part of me is like, oh, like three weeks is a good amount of time to be in one place. Yeah. So it, it certainly hasn't dragged by any means. Like, I feel like I just blinked and I've got a little over a week left. Are you going to miss it? There'll definitely be parts I miss. I like, I'm not. What are you not thing, going to miss? The, that's what I was going to say. Like the only thing I'm itching for is like some semblance of like my normal habits when it comes to like eating and things like that, like grocery shopping, normally cooking food, like more of that type of normal routine and habits. I certainly missed that. Not you miss grocery stuffing. shopping. I miss being able to eat what I want to eat. Like the food's been tremendous here, but my options are Mexican or Mexican or Mexican pretty much for every, every <laughs> meal. <laughs> and like the, the popular foods, like there's no American breakfast food. Like that's comparable here. Like what they eat for breakfast is the same thing they eat for lunch is the same thing they eat for dinner. There's like some variation of tortillas with meat, beans, and salsa. Why don't you just do intermittent fasting? Oh, maybe the internet's not as reliable as we thought. Oh, never mind. Spoke too soon. I wish he wouldn't have the whole background all hazy like he's trying to hide something. I want to see what that little shit looks that. like. <laughs> Look at that face. Oh, uh, fuck. I love when it freezes on his face. He just has the worst Wi-Fi luck, it seems like. It is unbelievable. Every, yeah, like when we were in... Pawtucket and he was in Somerville like it's like it was the same issue all the time and it's followed him clearly it's followed him down south oh he just <laughs> he just lost power no way he just I got it on the phone he lost power no, <laughs> no way. way wow he's out just like that now figures right when we go to fucking record First time this has happened since I got here. Wow. All right. Well, so much for that reliable Wi-Fi and, and all well, that. What's the power grid? 
Yeah, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Third hey, world power grid. Did you end up watching the Theranos documentary? I did. Jesus Christ. That whole that whole story is wild. I, I, I caught on. Emma was watching it at first, and I had no clue what it was about. And I caught on, like, I don't know, like middle of the second episode. And I was just hooked immediately. Once I, once I figured, I did a little snooping on my own. Um, and yeah, I was you're just, talking about the Hulu show. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, yeah. I, I started with the Hulu show. And then when Jared mentioned the documentary, I was like, oh, man, like, I'm going to try this out. Have you seen the Hulu show? So I just started it. What do you think so far? I only have one episode in, but so far, so good. Okay. What I think do you the think chick about, does a good job. Oh, well, that was, that was like my biggest take. Not my biggest takeaway, but like the immediate takeaway was like, she sounds and exactly like this person. Like just that, that crazy, socially awkward. Well, I'd say individual. the only thing she doesn't is sound like her because her real voice is like deeper than ours. Yeah, it's de- Ooh, definitely deeper. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it was no, like it is. uncomfortable yeah. to listen to. I was like, I guess oh like, God. yeah, like her mannerisms are similar. Like you're right. Definitely not as deep of a voice, but just very monotone, very little emotion, like the big fucking eyes. Yeah. Like a lot of that is spot on. Um, I didn't know anything about that actress. She was in Mean Girls. So I was trying to figure yes. out like, yes, yeah. she was the dumb one. in Mean, mean Girls. Yeah, she yeah. was a dumb one. And I didn't know of any other. She's uh, actually films. pretty fam- famous. She's done some other stuff. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head because I don't like watch a ton of movies. But I think she's like right. fairly notable. Yeah, I guess not to me because like other than Mean Girls, I don't know anything she's done. But I mean, I think in like seven or eight, whatever the last episode is that they have because it's coming out week um, weekly. Oh wait, um, this just came out. It just came out. Like we're we're as far as we can go right now. There's oh, no more okay. episodes to watch. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's probably like 10 episodes, I think. I think we're on like seven or eight, but I'm hooked. I think it's it. I think it's insane how far she was able to get <laughs> with literally with, had at her side the most powerful people on the planet. And yeah, she, it was all a ruse. It was all all of it. And, and it was pretty. I mean, and you'll see you'll see in the documentary. It's not like a secret. I watched the like, documentary. I mean, sorry, I meant the Hulu show. Um, you, you'll you'll find out obviously, but like they find out pretty early on that that device that that she created was not gonna work, and right. it just shows that like all these startups in, in Silicon Valley, where nobody wants to be the one that misses the boat, so everyone's willing to just go in on these big ass deals without. I mean, with she she fucks Walgreens over. With, yep. with everything. Yeah, they, they go into that in more detail, but everyone's just so willing to just throw all this money at something. They don't even know how it works. Just um, because of the person. Just because of the person. And it's like, oh, she's got the fucking black turtleneck. She's like a female Steve Jobs. Um, and she's just like, everything she says is just like a word salad. She just doesn't say really anything that, you know, sets her apart from anybody else. But everyone just ate it up and I mean, well, she was what? clearly she, like brilliant right and you know, oh yeah like smart, almost like, like you know yeah obviously almost. awkward but mm-hmm. you know knew how to work a room the way she needed to obviously oh definitely definitely and a couple of the speeches that she made that you heard or watched in the dot in the documentary she does the exact same ones in hulu and it's 
it's like creepy how similar it is, but yeah, she had a way of just, you know, people get so pumped about what, you know, about her aura. And that was enough to sell a lot of people on something that did not work at all. And I had no clue about this. I don't remember hearing about this at all, but I remember hearing about it. Um, but I, I can't confess to like paying a terrible amount of attention to it. I just knew like, you know, there was this company where, you know, they swindled everybody. And now this woman is like facing prison time. That's really all I knew about it. I didn't really know about the device or what they were trying to do or anything like okay. that. So yeah. my, my question to you is like, cause I, I think the documentary maybe intentionally doesn't, go as far as to necessarily like condemn her as a person like in so many words like obviously they painted a good picture of you know the deception but it was almost and because you got to hear from her directly it was almost like well we had good intent like everything was well intended like it just didn't pan out how we wanted it to like so do you think this woman was like realized what she was doing and like continued to do it because she knew she was gonna, you know, make a ton of money by doing it. Or do you think she was actually trying to do all these things in a righteous way and things went sideways and like, she didn't I mean, really necessarily have control over it all. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly didn't get the impression that she was just trying to swindle people. I think that, and I think the, the Hulu show does a good job of portraying this. Like, you know, she, she had Steve Jobs posters and on her walls. Like she was just so like growing up, she was just so focused on being that next successful. Inventor. Um, yeah. Titan, you know, Titan of industry inventor. Like, so I don't think she was trying to swindle people like intentionally. I mean, I think she just thought that like, all right, well, we can get the investors bought into the product because we know we're going to fix it. And we'll Excuse figure me. it out after. Yeah. We'll figure it. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll accept the money now. We'll stall as much as we can. And eventually we'll figure it out or I will figure it out or something like that. But and along the way, like when they go into the documentary about how, you know, in Walgreens, right? Like you would do your test and then they would, not have the test done by the device. They would just have it be run in their lab by like third party equipment that every other mm -hmm. like, you know, lab corp like company uses and then give them the results back as if it came from the device. So it was like, they clearly right. got behind the eight ball in terms of what they've sold, mm -hmm. you know, to their investors and to the general public. And, you know, we're like, okay, well, we're too far past the point of, you know, being able to not lie about this stuff, like yeah. or else is, everything's going to collapse. And ultimately right. it, did, it did anyway, but yeah, like, like, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like they were in so deep that they couldn't, they couldn't stop and they didn't. And she just kept, you know, in the documentary, she just lies and lies and lies. And, and again, watching the Hulu show, it, it sheds a little more light on like her childhood and like, yeah, she really don't give me a You'll enjoy it. It's good. I, I think we got a situation on our hands. Um, Terrorist attack? No, but so the power cut out. Which is weird, it has not happened at all. 
So I like went and checked the circuit breakers. One of them was off. So I turned it on outside, brought my power back. But now it sounds like water is just overflowing from the water tanks on the roof. So I need to try and turn that off and see what's going on. Is this, I don't know, like, maybe... a, is this like a one? Where are you staying? Is this like an apartment complex? Uh, yeah, it's like three apartments. But I've never had this happen. And I feel like I might have turned on something that I wasn't supposed to turn on. So let me give this a try. Can you take the camera with you? No. Come on. <laughs> so why the fuck did he join the room? Hey why guys, would he have just fucking done that before? I just joined to tell you that I have to leave yeah. right now. <laughs> I'll be back later. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, what were you saying? What were you saying just, before? I mean, yeah, well, just just how she. Well, I, I don't want to give like, I don't think she's away. like a ultimately right. I don't think she's like a bad person right no, okay, I, I i think we may be in the clear i definitely turned on something that i wasn't supposed to but but it somehow got my power back on and my power is still on so i have no idea what has happened but i was just flooding my apartment complex now nah, you're good dude. you're good <laughs> you're fine it's mexico they'll figure it out yeah you'll be gone in a week it's not like there's a what it's not like there's a water shortage or anything Dude, it literally, you couldn't see the camera. It was torrential downpours off of my roof. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this is quite an apartment what did you complex. Do? Yeah, Jesus. I think Christ. I accidentally turned on the water pump breaker. You may there's have like just... a whole there's like a whole weird water system up on the roof. I don't know how it works, uh, but I think I accidentally turned it on, and that's why it was overflowing. Did you turn Are that you breaker now? off? Yeah, it's off. It's, it stops. It stops. And it didn't flood too bad. Luckily, there's like a French train that's catching most of the water. <laughs> you may have just <laughs> fucked up the whole water flow of Oaxaca's, and uh, And supply. he's really fucked because now when they file suit against him for damages, they've got his confession <laughs> on fucking video. <laughs> I did it. I'm the one that turned it on. Guys, but I fixed it. I think we have a problem. That's going to be how the, what the jury hears first. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jerry, why are you being so secretive with Oh, Look, he's got water stains on his shirt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not, I'm not being secretive. I'm trying to figure out what the hell's no, going on. No, no. I mean, like, it's all cloudy in your background. You always oh, do I don't that. know. I, I, I think I just, had, I just said it once. I want to see the, the, the decor. We just see, like, a waterfall. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking flash flood. Um man, it looks, like, it looks like water is still draining out of one of the drains, but I don't think it's like the big one. I guess I should just keep an eye on it. Are there Mexican that, you're fine. instructions? Dude, there has this hasn't happened once in the month that I've been here. <laughs> Things happen. Should I should I message their BB host and just be like, hey, not sure what happened. Water is pouring out of the drain. To say somebody turned the water why, on. Do, why you bother asking us, Jared? You know that's exactly <laughs> what you're gonna do. <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, Just sit down. Just you're good. Well, yeah. It's what are you fine. gonna do about it? The damage is already <laughs> done. He walks out back out the door. You've already lost your your security. Just possibly. fucking ruined the children's bedroom in the <laughs> other apartment. <laughs> Next door, <laughs> their life is over. Insurance, they just get washed away. Oh man, 
Don't touch anything else. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. All right, I think I'm good. I'm, I'll, I'll check. I'll check it. Check it again in five minutes. Oh man! Uh, hopefully, well, I didn't break something. Well, this oh, is your luckily, my, my my power's back. Um, that was that was intense. I thought I was flooding my power. <laughs> that was hilarious. It just froze, and we were like, "Oh, I guess the Wi-Fi is not so reliable." And then uh, no, like, I, nope, the whole pa- the nope, whole power the whole power off. grids out. Uh, well, you, you missed our Theranos discussion. Yeah, Have you watched that story. at all, Jared? Crazy story. Uh, not the new show, but I, I had seen the documentary a few years back. It was very good. Yeah, definitely check out the Hulu show. It's, it's well worth it. So give give us major, it doesn't, whether it's two, three, major highlights, major lowlights so far through the experience. Sure. Um so I'll, I guess I'll start with the highlights. So overall, like Waka is super cool city, like even has exceeded my expectations, just like the vibe. Um, so it's in the mountains. So it's like a really nice views. It's pretty cool weather-wise, not humid. And the whole city is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So the city has been preserved where they can't do anything to it without like getting the historic society's approval. So it still has all the old like Spanish colonial look to it. All the buildings, you can't even paint a building without um, getting approval. And they don't allow uh, the same two buildings on the same street to be the same color. So when you see all these pictures of like all of the different houses and buildings are different colors, it's kind of all like this curated um, like vibe they're going for. Well, it makes it really cool. It's like in this super Spanish colonial 1600 city, it's just like very hip and it's like loaded with cafes, bars, mezcalerias, gallerias, art shops, like hipster Churias. stores, art galleries, bakeries. Um, so it's cool because it looks like you're just kind of like back in time, but it's a super hip city with like all young people, even local people are mostly young people hanging out. Um, so the city itself would definitely be a highlight. The food has been incredible, even though I was saying like I miss Western food. I do to some degree, uh, but the food is as good, if not better than I expected. Um, it's like literally for breakfast, I'll just walk to the market two blocks over, get some handmade fresh tortillas, some homemade salsa. It'll be like a dollar, come back home and make some breakfast tacos for breakfast. You know, get some tacos for $2 at a taco stand for lunch. Um, lots, lots of tacos. tacos and tacos, lots, lots of tacos and different variations of tacos. Um, and then I guess the third thing would be, it's been a challenging but cool experience to like really challenge myself with the spanish and like i was saying earlier like nobody really speaks english like local at all like you don't go to a restaurant and get an english-speaking server host or bartender um so <laughs> that's certainly been like a good challenge i thought this the, um I thought the power grid here, just let, went let out just, again let, let me check out the window no, he's nervous no we're good we're good it's it totally stopped tripping. It totally stopped tripping. Oh, how's the uh, how's the posse looking? What's what's the uh, crew? like the, the people that I've met? Yeah, oh, like no, no, group. hold on, hold on. Let's 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 take one thing at a time here. You went over highlights. Yep. Let's do some um, low lights. So so low lights. I'd say there hasn't been like any major low lights, but one thing I wanted to like reflect on was so like first day when I got here. Um. I was definitely like a little taken back by how little English there was. 
Like even just getting off the plane, get through customs is fine. Then you go and get a cab and the cab stand people speak zero English. The cab drivers speak zero English. And I'm trying to find my way to my Airbnb. So like how heavy of a tourist destination is It's pretty touristy. Like there's a lot of tourists that come. Um, but it's a small city. Like I would compare it to, it's a little bit bigger than Newport. Um, but it's like a very walkable, small, chill city. Like it's not like a big, like Barcelona or something like that. But like the, even the cab experience, like you, you go to buy your ticket. There's like a few different options. There's different zones. Like I just kind of showed the guy my address. He gave me a ticket. I find the line to stand in. And then they just start putting like five people at a time in these cabs. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And, and the guy's like asking everybody where to go. Where are they getting dropped off? I don't know if he's dropping me off in a zone. I don't know if he's dropping me off at my address. So like, I just kind of showed him my like Airbnb address. And luckily he was able to like navigate it as I had Google Maps open because I saved my map offline. Um, but like that first day, it was like a lot of that. Just like deer in headlights, everything I was trying to do. Get my SIM card set up. The lady spoke no English. So like, I'm trying to explain, I need a SIM card. The SIM card didn't work at first. She's like, okay, what plan do you want? You need to upload money to get your plan to work. Just like this back and forth, um, going to the store, like trying to figure out food, same exact thing. So what I compared it to, it felt exactly like the first time when I got to the Philippines and I kind of woke up the second day and when I was like, yo, I made over my head, like, did I make a mistake? Like, I, I think it's the only thing I can think of. It's almost like a survival. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I just can't help it. Did you see when his mouth is moving in the slow motion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is a great still as well. Oh, my oh, God. God. Jesus Christ. Maybe he shouldn't have brought his mic. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) When did I lose you? Oh, like five minutes ago. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I don't know, like 10 seconds ago. Yeah. 10, 15 seconds. (laughs) What what was the last thing I said? I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about the Philippines. Philippines, You thought you were way over your head. Yeah, so, so that yeah, that's kind of how I felt here, like the first day as well. Like, I, I think it's almost like your survival instincts are like can't wrap their mind around like how are you going to get water? How are you going to get food? Like, you're just so uncomfortable, right? So the whole first five six hours, I was like, God, did I fuck up? Like, am I in over my head? Did I make a mistake? <laughs> and then like by day two, I kind of woke up. I luckily I took a couple of days off. I was able to kind of slowly walk like, all right, like checklist. Let's go to the grocery store. Let's get some stuff I can have for breakfast, like some eggs, some bananas, stuff like that. Like, let's do this. And kind of like, as you start to complete a few tasks, get some confidence, get some mojo. And I was like, oh, I got this. And within a couple of days felt like very comfortable. But that first day, I felt exactly like I felt my first or second day in the Philippines where I was like, I think I fucked up. Like, I, I don't think I, I made, I made the right choice. So I uh, guess that's just like a, a, a normal, fuck. I think that's like a, a normal. Um, yeah. I'd say you'd be fucking weird, weird if you got off the plane where it's like, all right, let's fucking do this. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. So, fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, live in a different country for three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'd feel the same exact way. 
Yeah. So I'd say like that's not really like a low light for the trip. That's probably like one of my few low points. Um, and then it's certainly been like, I've met a lot of people because I've been doing a lot of like tours and different experiences I've been signing up for and stuff, but everybody's kind of on their own schedule. Like a lot of people are here for a week or a few days and they're going to another city. Um, so it's been hard to meet people who are like around every weekend, you know what I mean? Or like around multiple weekends in a row or multiple days in a row to make continual plans with it. So I've met some really cool people. I've had like some really fun, um, like tours and Airbnb experiences I signed up for, I can talk about, but I had definitely haven't built like a posse of like BFFs that I've been like, yo, text every night. Yeah. Let's go grab dinner. That actually be hysterical. You grabbed dinner like with anybody? Six people. Um, yeah, but it's been part of like when I've done like food tours or other tours or like cocktail classes, mezcal classes, Stuff like that. Not people where I've been like, text them, hey, want to grab dinner? It's like outside of the experiences, there's been no social interaction. Just people all like meet on the street and like chat with for 15 minutes. <laughs> like, awesome. Wait a minute. <laughs> who, are you, who are you just meeting on the street? People, you know, people, well, people are just like friendly when they're traveling. Like if you're sitting somewhere like somebody you know, on the bench next to you or at the bar next to you or at the restaurant next to you, like they'll talk, they'll talk to you and like, oh, what are you doing here? Stuff like that. Like I've met a lot of people that way, but nothing that's been like, hey, let's text each other tomorrow. I'm like, oh. Now, was that somewhat of an expectation going into it for you that like that kind of that would materialize? I would, I mean, it'd be awesome if it did. And I would have been like, found like this awesome community here. But I think that would have been a little naive to think I'd be here for three weeks and just build a thriving community. No, no, no. <laughs> but did you no, think, like, did you see yourself like, you know, at least having like a couple people to hang out with, you know what I mean? Like at least maybe a week or two into it. Yes. And no. Yeah. Like, I guess I was hoping, so like I joined a co-working space. Right. Um, right. and like, I was hoping, yeah, like I meet some people. That's kind of what that. I was referring to earlier. Yeah. Like when you met yeah. people through work, but the, co- the co-working space freaking sucks. I went once and was like, I'm not going fucking back to this place. <laughs> really? <laughs> so it's, it's like 15 minute walk from my apartment, which is whatever. The first um, day it was like all hype. It was like, cause I thought it was going to be like super cool based on the description and everything I read online. Um, here, let me just check the water one more time. Oh my god! I think you would know by now if it uh, there was a problem. We're good. You're good. All right. Um. So, so the description online made it sound like something straight out of like Bali or like I don't know something dope where they were like, we've got mezcal and cocktails and a restaurant and like all these people from all over the world come and hang. There's all these pictures. And I get there. I didn't sign up the first day. I think it's kind of like third or fourth day, and it wasn't exactly what they described so there was the place is called convivio and there's two levels downstairs is a restaurant upstairs is the co-working space but everything here opens at the weirdest fucking times ever the restaurant opens at six at night so you're actually just pretty much renting a desk in like a big coffee shop upstairs and i went the first day i went there was like three people there nobody was really socializing and by one in the afternoon it was 90 degrees up there <laughs> so i was like all right i'm not walking because it'd be one thing if it's like okay cool it'd be a good place to work because i can pop downstairs grab some bomb lunch while i'm working you know there's people there to socialize with but if nobody's talking to anybody there's no food options and it's 90 degrees and 15 minutes away like i'm not gonna go out of my way to walk there you know what i mean so that that was definitely disappointing 
Right. Yeah, because I, I think in your mind, you were probably like banking on that being like the foundation of building like not a community, but just at least yeah. meeting a handful of people that are there for a similar period of time and know the area and you can go to bars with and stuff. So that, that's exactly what I yeah. was hoping. Um, but no, it's, it's been good. I mean, it's definitely been like out of my comfort zone to some degree, like going out to eat alone, like somewhat regularly, but at the same time, like I did the alone thing when I was in Manila the first time for six six months and like met people in the office and stuff like that, but there was nobody in Manila near me. And like you just, you get comfortable. So would it be better if I was with somebody or like I'd met like a close group of friends here? Yeah, definitely. But I think it can still be like an awesome experience either way, just different experience. What do you want to accomplish in the last week and a half? Just live, man. Live it up. <laughs> it's been my uh, it's been my mantra. Just I'm only here to just be, just be and live and vibe. Well, I don't have like a t- checklist. title for the like show. Got, I, done. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Like I, I've done, I've done most of the things that I wanted to do in terms of like tours and activities and stuff. And I'm going to Puerto Escondido this weekend for a long weekend. So like, those are the things that were on my to-do list. I've tried most of the foods I wanted to try. So mostly just like, just enjoy and kind of soak up the vibes and like the people I have met are super cool. The, lo- the local people are super cool, super friendly. Parts of it kind of reminds me of the Philippines a little bit with how friendly and like hospitable is, although they don't really speak English. Um, so yeah, no, no checklist. Just so what, what was that quote again? Uh, well, I'm just I'm, here to just be. Yeah, I'm just yeah. here to just, just want to be. Just, just, to, be, just to, to exist. Mo, <laughs> to exist. Mo wants to be Moby. Yep. So, uh, so would you do it again? Yeah, definitely. I mean, overall, like, I feel like it's been a great experience. Like if I were extending and was like, Hey, like I would have an opportunity to stay for another month. I would consider it. Um, and like, I would definitely consider doing something similar next month, next year. Like, I don't know if I'd say I'd be in a rush to come here again versus try somewhere new. No, you gotta try um, somewhere new. Yeah. But like, it's a really cool place. It's like perfect for the, for working remotely with good internet speed, tons of cafes that have good internet, no shortage of like the city's super lively. Like I'll, when I go out each night, there's just tons of people out and about like socializing every single night. Reliable um, power. So def- plumbing, <laughs> not that. Flowing not, water. Yeah. Can't flush your toilet paper. Just like, <laughs> just like Asia. So not that, but um yeah, I, I definitely would say overwhelmingly great experience so far. And I would certainly consider some, doing something like this again, maybe for longer. Like I've, I've met people, Whoa. even the, um, the the girl I've just met, like briefly, who's staying at the apartment next to me. She's been here five weeks. Uh, and she kind of does something like this regularly. I've met other people who are here for longer or just kind of like, you know, this is one stop on their journey. So I, I can get down with, I don't think permanent it's a bunch digital of weirdos. <laughs> so yeah. it sounds like you're kind of crude. <laughs> <Just Exactly. one. laughs> how uh, how many YouTube hours have you consumed? Of I, I don't think I'd be life. in a rush to say like, I'm in a rush to be a digital nomad full time, like give up my apartment and just hop from city to city. But I would definitely consider like next fall and winter, be like, hey, let's because oh, that's the only shit somewhere, part, right? two months somewhere. Like, you're paying for two places to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not bad because this is this is at least affordable here, so it's manageable for a month or two. Um, But I also it's nice to know like I have a home base to come home to. It would it would kind of suck if like I didn't have that and had to come back and be like, all right, where am I going next? Another Airbnb or something along those lines. 
Yeah. So all in all, it's been uh, it's been great. Good. Wish there was something awful that happened. That would have been funny for the podcast, but whatever. Well, we got a week awful. and a half last. Almost just did happen. Yeah, that's true. Awful. That's true. It would have been the highlight. I mean, imagine if I did that and then just like left for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I literally would have. I would have flooded my apartment. Oh man, you would just ruin like a small family's life. Unbelievable. Oh, God. Now the, the the only like funny slash bad thing that's happened is um, I told you guys it was I don't know like day four or five I got Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> my stomach definitely yeah. took a good week or so to adjust all the spices and the bacteria and everything else. There was a you got a sensitive guy. You should know. You should have known that was coming. Yeah, but I I guess I thought I was better than like and I thought I'd be fine. But no, it. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna be invincible think, when you get back. I think Mexico is undefeated when it comes to making people poop a lot. Even like our tour guide, um, when, I don't remember if it was the food tour or something else. Like some people canceled because they were feeling much like, oh, I think they had mole last night and their American bellies weren't used to all those spices. <laughs> so that, now, that, that's that's been like the only somewhat traumatic experience, but I'm in a, in a good routine now. All right. What do we want to get uh, into next? Um, what, what did we decide? Uh, the, um, Trump and Saudi. Did you listen to them? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear the Saudi thing, but I heard the Trump stuff. what do you think, uh, Adam? (laughs) I mean, is anyone really surprised that he's just, I break it down for us. All right. So he went on to, I think Fox business, he did this super long interview and uh, the parts that we heard were pretty much Tim just saying like what I would do with this situation well, with, 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 you know, the Ukraine Russia situation, pretty much everything he suggested would just be terrible in terms of escalation of the conflict. Um, you know, right now we're obviously giving aid to Ukraine and we're, you know, shipping weapons and supplies and stuff, but we're not boots on the ground there, but he's, pretty much suggesting that we use like our own drones and, and what he said exactly was we should fire our drones from outside of Ukraine territory (laughs) so that, you know, Russia won't know any better. (laughs) Um, My favorite part was the Hannity thing, which I never heard where they suggested uh, sending us planes over, but painting them to be, China's place. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> all time morons. Can I, you believe head. that guy had the nuclear button? Can you believe he's going to win? He's going to win in two years. And this is what he's saying. I mean, and again, but that's why that's why I, why I started with is anyone really surprised with his remarks? I mean, I'm not. And, and isn't it bizarre? Like, haven't we spent the last like five years, however long it's been talking about how Trump's like a Russian puppet and whatnot. And here you have him now coming out and saying, oh, no, I'd I'd go more offensive. I'd be more aggressive than Joe Biden, the Democrat. It's like, is anybody commenting on this odd dichotomy? (laughs) Like, where, you know, I mean, it's not like Biden's been easy on him. I think he's done a fine job. I don't know what else you can do. 
you know? Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm glad he hasn't escalated further. Right. So, you know, I'm not, not in a rush tie. to get into nuclear war. Right. Or World so, war III. I think pretty clear we'd be in, at least in this scenario, worse off situation if Trump 100%. were the president. 100%. Again, I, I'm still advocating that I don't want Trump as president, but he deserves once a week to do a press conference about whatever he wants. And that's all we should get from Trump, just so we can laugh and enjoy his voice and the way he just, you know, sucks his own dick. Well, I mean, if, if I'm like the Democrats, I, I want him to be out there more. I mean, the more he the, the more he yeah. talks, the more fucking idiotic things right. he says. Like they, you're right. That, that's a good point because like they should really be taking a page out of the Biden administration playbook and just hide him, which obviously would never work because Trump would doesn't listen to anybody. But that's exactly what they did with Biden, and that worked. Kept him in the shadows. Trump needs to be in the shadows, but he's he really does go quietly. That was like my number one takeaway from watching the video was like, dude, I want to root for this guy and like him so bad. But every time he opens his mouth, you just remember how much of a bumbling idiot he is as well. It's like you kind of forget when he's out of the limelight. You're like, oh, yeah, he was like tough on China. He's tough on, you know, the tough negotiator that he, you hear him see they say this shit. It's like, oh, God, he really is a freaking lunatic. So I think the second half of that segment, they talked about how he was saying he thinks the precipice of the 2020 Republican campaign or 2022 and 2024 should still be about stop the steal. It's like, right. dude, like it might have the been guy the you're interviewing, part. the guy you're interviewing is flat out telling you that is not relatable. Like, like, like you trying run to get him that. to like, you know, say, yes. you know, something else. It's like, but are you really going to say that this him. is the most important thing? And he's like, yes, yes, that is the most important thing. <laughs> like, yes, that's Double what down. it should be about. And he, like, it, it, I, I, I love his because, uh, you know, the, the guy interviewing him is like, you know, are you really going to make, you know, these elections about the 2020 Stop the Steal movement or whatever? And, you know, he's like, aren't you shouldn't you be like looking at the future? And as he's responding, saying like, <laughs> yes, it should be like all we think about He's like, Look, nobody thinks about the future more than I do. <laughs> and then, and then, just, and then doesn't reference away. Right. About the I miss those exactly. things so much. I really yeah. do. Oh, my God. What, what was, I was going to say something else, but I totally forget what. I don't was know. It about couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have been that good. No. Yeah. Want to set up uh, the, the Saudi uh, topic that Sagar did? Well, yeah, tell me, tell me about the Saudis. Literally took the words out of my mouth. So obviously, there's been stuff all over the internet about why gas prices are high, etc. And, and one of the things that um, is impacting it is Saudi and the other. I don't know if they're part of OPEC, but OPEC-like countries have intentionally limited supply since COVID. Because what happened was when COVID happened, all the transportation of the world stopped gas prices or oil prices were trading negative for a while because they had all this inventory, no demand. So as soon as um, demand started to creep back up, they continued to keep inventory low, supply and demand, right? People will pay more because there's less to buy. They're going to be bidding against each other. That's a huge, if not the main reason gas is expensive as it is right now. So Biden tries to call our buddy MBS, for those who have seen The Dissonant, you guys have both seen that, right? Yeah. To say like, hey, man, we need some help here, especially with the rush thing going on, making things worse. We need you to make some more gas. 
and he doesn't answer our call. Just ignores us. <laughs> Straight up ignores so, the call. <laughs> and, and then not just ignores the call, the next day they leak that they're cons- meeting with China to sell China more gas. Because um, it's pretty much just a big, a big middle finger to the U.S. And I don't know if it was this week or last week, pretty much they reached out to the U.S. now saying, hey, we're getting attacked by Houthi rebels we need Patriot missiles immediately in an emergency situation. And Biden just gives them everything they ask oh for. Oh, my God. All right. So, oh, put Trump, my God. Put Trump back in there. Well, literally oh. just gave him so Trump on the same fucking thing. He loves the Saudis. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like Trump would hopefully not be afraid to blow up their spot and say, you do this or else. Or, yeah, I mean, or, or he's got a relationship. Know. People don't realize how important relationships are. Relationship could be, hey man, I need you to do me a solid. But that just looks so fucking weak. Like we we request something that's essential, and we get no response. And yet the first, um, the first request that comes from there, we're like, yep, no problem. And and, and it was, and it's literally just a request to bomb more innocent people. This is like well, we do that very well. So two two weeks after, how many people did they um, assassinate? Or massacre in the town square tie 18 81 you read that adam right or did you hear about that no no i i don't know about any of this they literally mat like beheaded 81 people in the middle of town square for like (laughs) expressing like their different political beliefs or religious beliefs and we didn't say a peep right and like that's the other thing about this not that the two situations are exactly alike but like all these people like saying that we should essentially crush the Russian economy and fuck their people. And, you know, we should impose the heaviest of sanctions on them and they're the worst, but yet Saudi Arabia yep. is our ally somehow. Yeah, We don't yep. do anything. Right? We with just them. don't give a fuck about anything. They do chopping right. people's fucking heads, right? Off. Chopping people's heads off. Not, not to mention the Yemeni genocide that's well, been going right. on for a decade. Yep. yep. Right, with our, pre- our bombs it, it's it's insane yeah that we just will say like ah, okay yeah fine with that stuff but you know russia they're hitler and that's yeah. it shows it's all theater it's all theater it's all just political interests well, like there's it, obviously no sorry jared you go that there's a lot of people saying now that the u.s intentionally is not supporting peace talks because they like the fact that Russia is being drawn into a war that could be another Afghanistan, that could be another Vietnam, where they're just bogged down, hurting Russia's economy. This is kind of a win-win for the U.S. Like, there's, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the way that the intelligence agencies and the deep states looking at it from a U.S. perspective. I think this is great. They don't really care about Ukraine. No. Well, if but if you're Biden and that administration you want it to end because it's having impact on our economy. Yes, but much worse impact on their economy. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's really only impacting our economy and like fuel prices, but yeah. We import 3% of our oil from Russia. It's not. Yeah. It's not much at all. Yeah. Right. But I I did think it was really interesting. A couple points Sagar made was, um, Saudi Arabia has one of the strongest lobbyist groups in DC that have been there for like decades. 
so not surprising that anything that's anti-Saudi immediately gets shut down and never gets even brought to the floor in Congress. It's um, insane. It's it's so fucked up, dude. Well, how about, how about are you going to bring this up about them in 2002? What they did? I don't remember what they said. Spent millions and millions of. We allowed them to spend millions and millions of dollars on advertising for like commercial television, uh, like pro Saudi ads, because at that time, obviously post 9-11, like they were under like intense scrutiny and, you know, the, the American public was, you know, uh, not, didn't love them. So they bought like, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars of ads in our country <laughs> to make them look better. So fucked. So they just had us by the balls this and, whole time. Like, and like he talks about, like their the history matters. Like Saudi Arabia fucking knew what was going on with like the 9-11 terror plot. They were oh, all almost absolutely. all Saudis. None of them were even from Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, right. and like they, they and we chose to invade <laughs> Afghanistan. They I, I mean, yeah, they went that's because all those the training camps are in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. But, Right. And and like I, I just read the book and like the Saudi government like really did hate bin Laden because he was causing them all kinds of headaches that they didn't want to deal with. And they were pissed off with him about it. But they did they never did anything about it. And like in the show and, and all this, like they, they, he referenced it, right? There's 27 pages of the 9-11 commission report. Keep that's getting. Yeah. Keep right. That aren't, I haven't seen the light of day about Saudi Arabia. But yep. um, I, I watched that show like I told you guys about on Hulu, which is, you know, a mini series about the book and like essentially payments went through the Saudi embassy here in the United States to like the uh, hijackers in the States. Oh, my God. And again, and like Christ. just because they're like our good buddies right and like you know help us advance our interests in that part of the world like we're just okay with it yep. so fucked just up. we total, turn a blind eye to total everything. hypocrisy yeah we're, we're letting the tail lag the dog right that that was the other point i was going to make what Sagar talked about is saudi literally has no economy at all other than oil right in western europe in us buy almost all their oil and we supply 90% of their weapons between the U.S. and the U.K., they'd be nothing without us. They'd be right. just like the rest of the desert, and we're totally letting the tail wag the dog. We're letting them call the shots when they're the ones relying on us. Like, like, right, like we, yeah. I'm sure it's not an easy thing, but like that's why you have the fucking job, like, is to have difficult conversations. And yes, like... dude. Think about like how often in a normal work environment right. you that's have disagreements with people, right, exactly. and you need to manage your relationship relationship with them and they're not you can't say you do this or you're fired that it may not work for you but you manage your relationship and you need something they need something you work together to get it done that's like basics of human communication it's right, like Biden why on earth fuck over why on earth wouldn't like okay he doesn't return my calls and then calls me about patriot missiles like what what in what world would we not just say fuck off yeah man. just no fuck right. off <laughs> What's wrong with just saying no? Right. Here's a question. I'll give you, you the fucking missiles if you give me the fucking oil. Do you think Uncle Joey is just that out of it that he doesn't even like can't even connect the dots? Well, it's not just him, obviously. Well, that's that my decision. point. That's that's, that's the second point I'm going to make. 
and the people who are behind him are the ones who have been lobbied by Saudi for the last 50 sure. years I mean, and they're in bed with them. So could it be politics that Joe is just so senile he doesn't can't even connect the dots to say, here's what I need to do? And the people who are working for him Dude, he's are in bed with Saudi. Old. That's my Can point. You imagine having like that level of critical thinking. No, like, it's impossible. I don't. I don't think I'll have it by the time I'm fifty. <laughs> right. Like I don't think like presidents like make these critical decisions in their own head. Like someone tells them what to do. Yeah. Or at the very least, they have a long discussion about it, and then they just come to and, a and they probably get some decision. They probably get some suggestions, and then they have to decide between those right. suggestions. Exactly. But it. But yeah. but if all if all of your suggestions are coming from people who are part of the system, right? Who say, yeah. "Hey, we don't want to ruffle those feathers." I mean, like, what, what's like? Not, I'm not saying that's the case, but what other good explanation is there for that scenario and how it played out by them literally not answering the phone call of the president of the United States, and then seemingly like the next day. They call need missiles and we give it to them. No questions asked. Like what, how else does that happen? The only other explanation is you're such a big pussy. You're scared of right. controversy, but I, I, don't think, I don't think that's the case. Like those people, I don't think they're scared. Could though, conflict. dude, could, because then they'd have to really figure shit out. I mean, I don't know how much yeah, yeah, that could, what yeah, percentage that of import be. we get from Saudi, but then they'd have to, it's a fire drone. Now they're like, okay, now we got to fucking, get together a plan but of and, course instead we can just go through the motions yeah like they what they should be saying is okay like you know yeah, you're right. we need to start making a plan right now to siphon ourselves from that country like and use that as and use that as an upswim exactly upstream battle. It's a lot, yeah. that's a long that's an incredible yeah. amount of work we're and, and they're thinking okay I'm, I'm worth x amount of millions of dollars i don't care if gas is 450 a gallon whatever i'll have this one slide could be that yeah, oh, it's just as simple as okay. Well, like I'm just gonna be a pussy to Saudi, and like things will stay the same. Yeah, path of least resistance. Those are the two options, really, right? It's either you fucking lay down and like you know get your belly pat, or you fucking man up and come up with another solution to have leverage over them to be able to say, yeah. "Hey, we don't need your shit." By the way, we've got Plan B. So if you don't answer my fucking phone call. In the first three goddamn rings, it's over, right? And to your point, like their economy is propped up by us, so we have all right. the leverage in the world. They they need us just as much as we need them. They need us more. It just Fuck. sucks that they happen to also have control over the most valuable resource other than water, which kind of blows. Right? Like, we, it's we can so spend fucked up how rich that. Yeah, kingdom is that like the royal family? It's unfathomable. That's and their people and their people money. just live in deserts. They live in straight poverty <laughs> like, as as these yeah. people buy five hundred million dollar paintings. Yeah, it's amazing, unbelievable, dude. God, I think an, an interesting conversation for another day has been like the wake up call for anybody who's being pragmatic about it. How we are not ready to turn off fossil fuels and focus on no. fully full sustainable right. energy Definitely world right. and this this theater of this is what we need to do green new deal what's been going on in germany what we've done with stopping drilling and fracking and all that like that has massive ramifications that we're seeing right now 
So I think that's going to have a huge trickle effect. I'm like pro gas now, huge pro gas guy. <laughs> I know, but dude, if it's ruining the economy, like, excuse me, not the economy, the environment, right? And like, you know, the planet's ecosystem. Like, do you just, you can't really throw in the towel, right? I mean. No, I, I don't throw in the towel, but I, I think you need a point that's somewhere in the middle of where the Dems and the Republicans are. Right. Of We need to work towards a sustainable carbon neutral world in the future, but we can't turn our back on what keeps this economy and our security forces going in the sake of um, virtue or whatever, you know, saving the world. Like, yeah, that's great. But when gas is $6 a gallon and you're telling us just buy a Tesla, Mayor Pete, like, fuck yourself. People are going to wish like the world exploded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Please go fuck yourself. Right. What's plan B then? Down the road, nuclear? I don't, I don't know enough about nuclear. Yeah. yeah. I don't people, either, but people everyone always just say says it's controversial, it's, but everyone just says it's like super clean energy. Yeah. yeah. Until a I, fucking re, like a nuclear reactor melts. Well, and yeah. Explodes and yeah. I mean, Chernobyl. You, could have a, you could have a Chernobyl, but I think from everyone, we're all Chernobyl experts now because we watched the HBO series, but a lot of that was just negligence and the USSR being cheap as fuck. But well, I mean, I, I can imagine I can a world where yeah, exactly. in our government. Right. No, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it'd be perfect, but like, what, what's our, what's our plan B? Like, what do we do? Yeah. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice to have, have somebody putting forward a real solution, but nobody is like all their, it's, all it's, their like the green, the, the new or green new deal, whatever the hell it's called. That's just been in limbo this whole time. Doesn't really do like, what does it actually do? Like, like you said, Jared, like we're, we're not there yet where we can just turn off the faucet when it comes to fossil fuels. But with this Green New Deal, we're pushing ourselves to do something that we're not ready to do. But we don't even know what we're supposed to do with yeah. like a plan B. We don't have a fallback. And like you said, we want to sound like we're doing the right thing. But we're paying almost $5 a gallon at the pump. Yeah, Yeah, everything going on. It's. it's, I I honestly think our current political system is incompetent and incapable of delivering a real plan that like solves a problem, right? You just have one side that's denying that it's a problem, one side saying if we don't, you know, reduce emissions in three years, we're all going to die, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, like I've always been skeptical of like climate science because it always like changes and it's always has that like existential nature to it and you know you hear different people you know say you know 20 years ago that you know the world was gonna burn up in you know 12 years and shit like that but i mean you you heard like i I guess you guys didn't listen to it but crystal did a, a whole segment on like the wheat industry and how like because like the climate is changing it's impacting the ability for like wheat to grow and like that's causing like famine in certain parts of the world and makes bread very expensive in like developing countries and how that like causes famine, which could lead to revolution. Like you think of like small things like that. Yeah. Right. Like it makes me say like, well, I mean, part of it was the, the war um, going on right now, because I guess like a ton, like 30 percent of the world's grain comes from Ukraine and Russia. Wow. Um, but you know, when I hear things like that, like, you know, climate change is impacting 
our ability to like make food and the way we do now and you know that causes like famine and stuff it's like fuck like this is it's a serious problem (laughs) and like maybe we should just try to be looking at it a different way like instead of like going cart the carbon neutral route like how do we build like new you know crop fields that are like oh, resilient dude. and sustainable. Don't, don't, and like, don't get me going on that stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's a huge problem. Monocrop, what do you call monocrop agriculture? Like it's a huge, huge problem. The way yeah. our current food, food economy and climate is, it's like so not sustainable. I mean, we're three idiots and I feel like we have, you know, better ideas than, or at least better ideas than what actual government ever chooses to do i'm sure there are good ideas yeah floating around those offices all day but they oh, just get stomped sure. out and, and it just it's makes me so mad because even every time now like biden has a press conference or somebody has a press conference it's all we can do no wrong everything we're doing we're doing the best we can we're doing the right things no accountability and the other side is doing everything wrong there's no reflection or hey this is a tough situation we have some tough choices to make here's what we're going to do what we think the impact is going to be it's like nope cover your butt cover your butt cover your butt cover your butt nothing gets done yeah they're, and they're just like, worried about being reelected. they don't they don't care about improving the the current status of our country oh it's disgusting it's so gross <laughs> oh. no joe's joe's gonna be dead in three years i mean you hear me you were just yeah. like very delayed at one point yeah, yeah like, for us for a quick sec. 80, 81 would be a good life. I wouldn't mind living until 81. Great life, yeah. Take me out at 81. I'm good. Um, uh-oh, there he goes. Yeah, froze again. Mo, can you hear us? Well, I was gonna I was gonna say uh that our us as a podcast, we have decided to do a walkout next episode for the last 30 minutes of the show in solidarity with the LGBTQIA plus community. Oh, you there, Jared? I'm back. I'm back. I heard right. solidarity with we doing a walkout like ESPN yeah, did. Yeah, I was yep. just saying we had talked. I was just letting everybody know we, we had talked before and we're going to do a walkout for the last 30 minutes of the show. So it'll just be dead air for 30 minutes next next episode. Right, the what's, what's the what's the community again? Just so everyone L- knows. LGBTQIA plus. Okay, cool. That was clear. Can, can, can we get a, a definition of all the letters? Do you know them all? I know the first few. <laughs> <laughs> it's expanded every yeah. uh, few years. Did you guys um, scroll down that tweet I sent you? The one where one? it was from ESPN and it was say this like the insolidarity. I, I didn't read the comments, dude. They no. they they published a story about um, a transgender person uh, in women's basketball. And the editor's note at the top said, um, you know, this uh, person uh, uses he, he, him, she, her, and they, them pronouns interchangeably. And we use that throughout the story. And so you're reading the story and you don't, you can't read it because it, it keeps changing. It keeps going like there's a bunch of different characters. And one time they say he, and one time they she, say she, and then they, Oh, like, I just assume interchangeably they just through the story. Oh my god! So you never know, like who they're talking about. Like, Sounds any, terrible. Anybody who uses pronouns like that, and I know this is offensive, like that's a crazy person, and, and we're letting them create this crazy fake world. And for the virtue points, 
corporate America and the media is like, let's do it. You make us look good. Or we at least think we look good by supporting you. So let's do it. Like people celebrate. Did you see the thing? Some, what was the um, swimmer who won? What was her name? Leah His name, Thomas. her name, Leah Thomas. Yeah. Um, she somebody tweeted comparing her to Jackie Robinson for breaking down barriers in sports. Oh, for being a man <laughs> swimming against woman. Yeah, that's for breaking, breaking the down bar- the barrier barriers of gender. <laughs> for breaking the the co-ed barrier or whatever. Oh man. If it was the opposite, if it was actually a trans male, so somebody who was beating dudes, I'd say okay, that's cool. Maybe not Jackie Robinson, but that's respect. But you're yeah. going to compare this other person who just is like, let me just go dominate some chicks. <laughs> That, that's oh, a real yeah. self-esteem you know, boost. I, I think you can, like obviously like everyone's you know human nature hopefully is like hey i feel bad for like leah right like obviously what you know she's gone through is probably pretty tough like i would hate to feel yeah. that way and it, it would suck for her not to be able to compete in swimming because like they did it when they were a man but like, why do we have to apply that empathy to the point where it's, well, we're just going to do whatever, you know, makes these people happy, these small, small group of people happy, regardless of what it does to the rest of the girls that are competing. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I, I just don't get how someone has, like, people haven't stood up and said, like, we have to do something about this. Like, Right. I, I would hate for this woman not to be able to compete in sports. That wouldn't be fair, but we have to do, we got to do something about this. All right. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine coming in second place in that finals? It'd suck. It's going to be devastating. It'd, de- it'd, it'd, it'd definitely suck. Like, damn. So I don't know. I don't know what the right fucking answer is, but like the virtue yeah. signaling is at an all time yeah. high between that. It's- and then that fucking Florida bill, it's like, it's unreal. But, but I, I almost feel like all the virtue signaling is kind of falling on deaf ears. Like maybe it's just the algorithm, but like all the comments and stuff I see are like eye rolls at a lot of stuff like this. Like, I, I don't think the large majority of Of people, course they don't. No. It's yeah. a loud so it's like this, minority. It's, it's all just it's like, like a the super elite, minority. Yeah, the elite super like minority. corporate and, you know, legacy media and politicians like they're the only ones who even like, care about this stuff or at least totally pretend to care about it i don't think yeah they you're right yeah care pretend about to care about because it. it's way easier than caring about real issues and doing right. something about <laughs> exactly them. they're just getting brownie points <laughs> yeah without just with just ignoring everything else yeah it's insane what are we gonna do all right you gotta go get your laundry um i'm good for it's getting 10 late. more minutes if you guys need to talk about anything else no, but I don't think there was anything else, right? I think we covered everything. I was just thinking like the NFL and 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 oh, Celtics, you're but... fucked, Jared. Can you believe what's happened to that? Well, I guess now well, now, now that Tyree now that Tyree Kill's gone, they'll still be a, a good team. Though. I mean, that certainly yeah, helps. They'll be a good team. They'll be a good team. But so you guys we, are going to be, be fucking clawing, dude. Did not be in last place. When, I don't, like, I, when... I think we're as good as the Raiders. Oh, definitely. And... I think you're as good as. I think all you guys, the bottom three teams, maybe you throw the Chiefs in there now and just say, I think you guys are all like good teams, but like somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. 
You know what I mean? Dude, Somebody's got to come in fourth place. Yeah, like, it's insane. Think about it. So those teams, you got the Bills. Dolphins just got better, right? Who knows if they'll make the playoffs or not. Patriots um, are scrappy. They're a playoff team. Pa- Patriots are at least scrappy. Deshaun Watson could easily lead the Browns to a playoff run, if right? He he was, we'll he see. Was, he was elite with the Texans as a quarterback. Yeah. And the Browns made the playoffs, la- or almost made the playoffs last year and made it two years ago. Um, and the Colts, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, I think, still had like a in the 80s PFF grade the last few years. Yeah, the, they're going to be a better. They're going to be a better team. Colts have been happy just picking a new quarterback every year. It seems like. So and they, like, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be who knows what those seven playoff teams are going to be. That division it, is stacked, though. The conference is stacked. The, the NFC, other than Brady and Rodgers, there's nobody. We're both. Rodgers has nothing to throw to. Yeah. No, dude. He's going to lose no. MVS, too. He's going to have nobody. That idiot should have left Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I wanted to suffer. He like sucks. The old, what, what doesn't compute with me is why go all the way to get Rodgers to come back if you're not going to go all the way to get Devontae Adams he back? He puts asses in seats. Who? I mean, I, I know Rodgers does, but, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, the, the guy was notorious for just – targeting him way too much especially in crunch time but why would you not make it a priority to bring back your best your, your best guy's best weapon uh, just it seemed odd like it just seemed like it was a guarantee that they did everything they could it sounded Adams. like they made the same offer but Devontae yeah. was like no yeah. peace i'm out yeah it was just i mean i get it like he's i think he's like almost 30 he hadn't really gotten a giant deal yet so i'm sure he he wanted to get the money but it was but the same it, money. He could have stayed. It was exactly the same. That's, years, that's what was reported. Money. Yeah. But I mean, right. then I guess I don't, I don't understand that other what, than I can't stand being here with Aaron Rodgers. Right. And Can what sounds more him? fun playing in Vegas where you're playing in a brand new stadium, you know, new good coach, team. new organization, good team, like cool city or playing in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Vegas sounds way more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess his priorities, yeah, it makes and also he gets I mean, to play with the, his college well, quarterback. You know, don't you there think might be some connection there? The Raiders are a better team right now as constituted than Green Bay. I mean, I know I it's gonna so. be tougher for them to get out of that. I don't well, are you talking about conference. on paper? Yeah, just yeah. on paper. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I don't think so. Like head to head, I still think the Packers are are probably who's their number one receiver now, Randall Cobb. Right, dude, but like Aaron Rodgers hasn't always had a Devontae Adams. Like, he's I, I always I think... he's always had at least a good receiver. Greg okay, Jen- a good Greg receiver. Jennings, Adams. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. Who who was his good receiver before? Um, I think it's probably Greg Jennings before Devontae Adams, right? Yeah, he was he was good. He was yeah. good. I'm, I'm not disputing that. Jordy Nelson was good. Yep. Randall oh, Cobb was, like a was rookie. Jared, Jordy. Yeah, yeah Jordan Nelson. And it, no, it was not, a guy not, who was like forever ago, Javon Walker back in yeah, the day. I'm not just Don, Donald Driver. Donald Driver, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was like the the Brett Favre era they had him. He was old and decrepit and decrepit by the time he got to Rodgers, but um yeah, I mean I I would still give the edge just just cuz it's Aaron Rodgers. Now if it was a playoff game, well, all bets are off. And the only time they play each other in the playoffs would be a Super Bowl, but um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I it sound it, it sounds good like you look at the Raiders roster, but we all know that that's not where games are won. I mean, I, yeah. you, you, I need to see that product on the field before. For sure. 
But I mean, immediate chemistry between Carr and, and Adams in college. Yeah. Like that's like they were filthy at Fresno State. Yeah. And I'm sure that they're gonna develop that chemistry pretty quick. Adam, who and has hey. more more wins this season? New England Patriots or Denver Broncos? Mm. You know, I was wrong last year. Probably the Pats. Oh, probably the Pats. I think that's, I think that's, well, I think that's more so that the Pats have a lot less to deal with, a lot less to deal with than, than the Broncos. That's going to be tough. That's good though. I'm not saying it's it's bad, but it's it's no AFC West. I mean, Jared, it's stacked there. I mean, I know that's not going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can can make for an exciting season. Like there's there, you can, argue that three teams potentially could come out yeah. of the AFC West. So like a yeah. wild card team, you guys could be the wild card, Definitely. but I still, you know, the wild card coming out of, of that division is probably going to be better than most of the division winners or a couple yeah. of the division winners. So I'm not, nec- I'm not saying that the Bronco or the Pats are better than the Broncos, but I, yeah, I just think the Pats have a little, what's that? What? No, I, I, you said that the Pats have, I said the Pats have more wins. Doesn't mean that they're a better team than the Broncos. I still think the Broncos probably have a better roster. I think they have a better, they're better on probably both sides of the ball. I mean, defense is probably up in the air. But, Pats defense sucked last year and they lost their multiple yeah. good players. I, I would say the Broncos are definitely better, but the Broncos have a much harder hill to climb. Yeah. They're going to play Justin Herbert and Pat Mahomes. And in a revamped Raiders six times this year. Yeah. That's brutal. Not to mention the rest of the AFC they got to play. Yeah. No doubt. But let me ask you guys this. If you're Terry Kill, do you leave Kansas City to go to the Miami Dolphins for a few extra million a year? Like, uh, there must have been something going on. Why did he get traded? They, they couldn't afford the deal he wanted because they just gave everybody else all that money. You're paying yeah, Mahomes. Everybody. There they gave um, Joe Tooney like twenty million a year at center. They gave Chris Jones like twenty million a year. They like literally ran out that like we can't do it. Kelsey, it's like a it's like a NBA squad almost yeah. like the way they're paying guys. And it's a reminder that yeah, like we always joke like the cap's not real. It is real. I mean, there, there's some savvy. It's all about how much cash there. you have. Yeah, yeah, but like not most teams don't have like five guys. Like not five, but like three or. Four four guys getting 20 plus million a year. Yeah. Even the Cowboys, they gave away Amari Cooper in a salary dump this year. Who is still right? very good. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think Tyree Kill regrets chasing the money. I think it's going to be like a Randy Moss. Why? He already fucking won you a know, Super Bowl. I was, yeah. I mean, a, everyone's got different priorities. Man. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's like, Miami's not know. a bad team. Like they're not a great, they're team an up and stretch. Team. but they, yeah. they've, been, they've been up and coming for a long time. Who's their new coach? Oh, McDaniel, right? Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to think. Like, he had, he had a good in Kansas City, great team, set up, best quarterback in football. I'm now trying to think what he was up. making. Yeah, before. but why, you're just going to piss away fucking tens of millions of dollars just to play with a good quarterback? I mean, I'm sure he's made quite a bit of money in his career so far. I think he was making close to 20 mil a year already. Let's see his gotta, career earnings. Yeah. You got to remember, too, though, like still not pissing every, away the money at the end. Of the yeah, day. that's a lot of money to piss away. But again, like everyone's got different priorities in professional sports. Like not everyone's like a Tom Brady who's 
I has unfinished business somehow coming yeah. back. No, no, no one there's else still is like something him. I must still, do. Yeah, there's fucking <laughs> nothing else he needs to do, but he's coming back. Not everyone's like that. And he Tyreek Hill got his ring. He wants the he wants to get paid. Maybe maybe that one rings enough for him. And now he gets to hang out in Miami Beach. Fuck, that sounds pretty awesome to me. A lot better than fucking Kansas City. Miami Beach with no pressure now. Oh, none. Oh my God. Dolphins haven't been good in decades. Nope. I don't know. I can't find his contract. Yeah, you're right. He is a scumbag, so he probably doesn't give a fuck. Definitely <laughs> scumbag, but you would not cough pretty. up that money, Mo. If, if I had already Wouldn't made make 80, sense. If I had already made, say, a hundred mil in my career, and I could sign a hundred million dollar deal with the Dolphins or an eighty million dollar deal with the Chiefs, I'd consider going for the Chiefs. What's another 20 million? You've already got 180 million dollars. I don't know. Fucking needy kids in Yemen and Ukraine could use that some of that money. Give it to charity. I guess. Is he like a? Is he like Antonio Cromartie and has like twelve kids? It would, wouldn't surprise me. What? What did he get he a just, bad rap for? Something beat, with a pregnant girlfriend, right? <laughs> he just beats the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it was something like where he hit his kid or something like that. It was something with his kid involved. I he did remember. some scumbag thing. Yeah, a while. I mean, there's a reason why he came out of some random mass college because he just was a bad guy. Degenerate. Bad yeah. Uh, spe- speaking of colleges, I know I texted you guys this, but check out the um, Prime show, Coach Prime. Season two is actually very good. I didn't watch season one because it wasn't like during the season. Very cool to follow. Not just Coach Prime, who I like, but like all these kind of reject players that are playing at HBCUs who are actually like super talented, kind of like that last chance you type vibe. Yeah. Not And then coach prime goes through some medical shit with his foot. Halfway yeah, I heard the about season, that. Which is pretty yeah, fucking that's insane. They cover, they, they cover all that. So it's only, it's a quick, I think it's four episodes or six episodes. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. I Top notch seen production quality. It's, it's better than hard knocks. It really is. I haven't seen YouTube? a single episode. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Is it like 90% Deion Sanders? No, it's, it's a tell you learn most of the players at the school. You learn where they came from, which guys have chances to play in the NFL. Dude, Deion's the man. He's like just such a nice guy. Like he's a hard, hard ass coach. Oh, he's a very like, nice guy. But he's like he's also opposite has- of what you always saw as the player primetime growing up. Like he doesn't drink, doesn't swear, just like a church boy. Sounds awful. What was that? Yeah. What is it? What is he? Church boy. Church boy. <laughs> <laughs> Loves God. Uh, all right. Well, you got a week and a half left to uh, just be. Taking a van through the mountains tomorrow to get to the beach. So let's see how that goes. Nice seven-hour van ride. Wow. Oh, God. I, fuck, I fucked up and waited too long to book my flight, and there was no flights left. Seven hours in the van with other Dude, people. Dude, you were born for van life. I know. But I don't think it's going to be comfortable van life. We'll see how full it is. I don't know. I think just I'm going to try and smelly I'm just going to like try and pay pay the guy for like three seats. So I have three seats. Oh, left dude, I'd pay out for the just the whole van. Yeah, dude, like, buy dude. the whole fucking right. van. Yeah. What's it like twenty bucks? Just fucking buy the van. I, I, I don't know how much it is per person, but somebody did tell me like, hey, if like they're waiting for it to fill up, just tell the guy you'll pay for the empty seats, so you just go and don't have to wait. So I'll give that a try. There you go. Got right. speed. Yeah. Good luck. All right, boys. Keep us posted. Talk to you soon. Sign us off. Love you guys.